Welcome to Reframe Your Mindset for Success. In this latest episode, I'm gonna talk about the plateau of latent potential, an idea that I think is really worth sharing. Before that though, I just wanted to discuss lockdown because obviously we're, we're in the second lockdown in the UK. Obviously the, the, the first one was a lot longer. And during lockdown, I've gotta be truthful, I've, I've been pretty lucky to survive. So I've broken my ankle, I've come off the front of my bike, and broken my wrist. I'm also been electrocuted when the dog chewed the end off an electric lead, and I was the one who was lucky enough to pick it up, as if my hair wasn't bad enough as it is. And um, more recently, I, I stood on the garden rake and it nearly knocked me out. So, <laughs> and I've written a book called Reframe Your Mindset. I think the next one might be a survival guide, <laughs> obviously how, steps of how to survive lockdown. So what am I talking about? I'm talking about the plateau of latent potential, but in the last episode, what we covered was the placebo effect and how we can understand the power of the mind. And if we do, if we can use it to its potential, what we can possibly achieve. Now the plateau of latent potential, what is it? Well, people, when they take something up, when they make small changes, if they fail to see tangible results, they tend to decide to stop. So let me give you an example. You know, you might want to learn to play the guitar and you don't actually see any real success, you find it difficult. And because you're not actually seeing that tangible result of being able to play what you want on the guitar, you end up stopping playing and you don't learn it. It's the same, for example, if you want to learn a language, you might want to learn a new language and actually you find it quite difficult. And at some point you might feel like you're learning, but then you go back a step and you start to struggle. And actually the learning, it starts to plateau. So in order to make a meaningful difference, habits need to persist long enough to break through this plateau. We don't normally see results quick when we're learning something new, but in general life, when we're trying anything that we wanna be successful around, if we actually think about it, if we wanna make a difference in our life, if we keep moving forwards, if we keep making those small steps, those small improvements, they can make a massive difference. And that's what I wanna explain in this particular episode. Now, another example might be at some point, we will have all gone on a diet or set up a new fitness regime. And most people expect to lose weight and tone up straight away. In fact, some people go on radical diets and it means they lose weight very, very quickly and then it's difficult to maintain. There's no consistency to it. But when you actually make small steps, what you tend to then do is you will build muscle, you will build fitness, you will lose that weight on a consistent basis. But what it takes is consistent action. It doesn't have to be small action, but consistent action. And then when you maintain that, that's when you get results. And there's a reason for that that I'm gonna explain. Now the plateau of latent potential can be viewed in a graph. And if you were to draw the graph on the left-hand side with the axes going up vertical, you'd have results. And then the horizontal axis, you'd have time. And actually what we expect is when we learn something new, we just expect the trajectory of the line just to go up as we would expect it to. You know, you, you improve performance, it's consistent and it's a straight line. But what tends to happen when we're learning something new or really trying to push performance and take, take it to the next level, we can hit this valley of disappointments. And that's where we literally performance plateaus or what we're learning, it plateaus and it's not at the rate that we expect. So what we think should happen doesn't happen. We get disillusioned and that's when we stop doing things. 
Well, what will happen over a period of time, if you give it enough time, eventually the trajectory of the line, although it dips, it will then start to shoot up and go well beyond and above what your trajectory was in the first place. It's all about persevering. When we persevere, that's when we see growth. Now in the book, Atomic Habits, a great example is, imagine if you had a hundred pound on the 1st of January. If this decreased by 1% every day, you would have two pound 55 by the 31st of December. Now by comparison, if you were to increase that by a hundred pound, if you were to increase that hundred pound by 1% every day, you would then have £3,778.34 by the end of the year. So very small habits can make a massive difference. Now I know from personal experience, because I'm going back close to 20 years ago when I was playing football, I got kicked up in the air and it damaged my pelvis. I also damaged and didn't understand it at the time. Three vertebrae at the top of my back, three vertebrae at the bottom. I contorted my body and whiplashed my back. And in fact, I, I confounded the doctors to start with. And eventually what we found out is we found out that diagnosis and I took x-rays and I went to the doctor and the doctor said to me, he said, you're not gonna play football again. He said, so you, you may as well just, you know, give that, give that idea up. Now, what I could have done is I could have taken what the doctor said as gospel, very professional person, and I could have gone away and looked for support and evidence to go, do you know what, I'm never gonna play again. Or in my mind, what I did is I went away and I said, there's no way I'm not playing football. I'm too young to pack in football. I'm so passionate that I wanted to play again. Football had been a massive part of my life. So what I actually did is I considered what all of the steps were to get me from being pretty uh, significant state of pain, struggling even to walk, I was in so much pain, managed to get through work. And a lot of people wouldn't have known, but I was in absolute agony at times. And what I actually did is did the research and then through perseverance with the right physios, I did the minutest of stretches, built stretching up, eventually got myself to a place where I could swim, eventually did a lot of cycling, eventually did the weights, eventually did the walking and the running. To get back to playing football, it was a pro process of two years. I guess what I'm saying though is, is that it took me um, the, the practice of those small steps over and over again to get towards my goal and it took perseverance. But I guess what I'm saying is during that whole experience, there was times when I felt like tearing my hair out because it didn't feel like I was getting anywhere. I'd plateaued at times, but what I didn't do is I didn't give in. And at some point, what you do, what you do see is you start to see a massive improvement. Even if that improvement is just being able to swim or just being able to cycle, and then just being able to walk comfortably and then run. And then actually the big step of getting back to playing football, the physio said to me, you've just got to believe now. You've done everything to strengthen your body. You've just got to believe. And I've been playing ever since. And, you know, I look at it and go, I've played ever since. Because I love it, I enjoy it. You know, that's part of the mindset equation, which I'm going to talk about in the next episode. The fact is I love playing football. I've played all of my life. And because I've done that, and because I got through that injury, the reward was, fortunately through work, when I used to work for MBNA, um, a good couple of years back, I was very fortunate to play at an event 
at Anfield and play at Anfield and play a match at Anfield and score a goal. And that is just an amazing experience. And for me to have achieved that, from where I was, I'm never going to play football again to where it got to. But that was through those small marginal gains. Now you'll have heard with the British cycling team, a great example is that when they introduced David Brailsford into the team, and British riders had won a single gold medal since 1908 at the Olympic Games. And they brought in Brailsford and basically he put the British cycling team on a new trajectory. And what he actually referred to was the aggregation of marginal gains, which was the philosophy of searching for a tiny margin of improvements in everything the British cycling team did. As Brailsford said himself, the whole principle came from the idea that if you broke down everything you could think of that goes into riding a bike and then improve it by 1%, you will get a significant increase when you put them all together. And what happened? The British cycling team then dominated the Olympics with gold medals and also the Tour de France. And it's amazing what you achieved through those marginal gains. And I look at it and think, this is such an amazing idea that if you apply it to your own life, and keep taking those small steps, keep making those marginal gains towards your objectives and your goals, it will make a massive difference. It accumulates like compound interest. So I really wanted to share this idea with you because I think it's an idea that's really worth thinking about and really worth knowing. What is the most resilient parasite? Bacteria? A virus? An intestinal worm? Uh, what Mr. Cobb is trying to say, an idea, resilient, highly contagious. Once an idea has taken hold of the brain, it's almost impossible to eradicate it. An idea that is fully formed, fully understood, that sticks right in there somewhere. The film Inception, incepting an idea. And that's what I'm trying to do with this particular episode. So if you'd like to hear more about some of the stuff that I write about when it comes to mindset, if you want to catch me at www.themindsetjournal.co.uk forward slash blog, you'll be able to see some of the articles there on mindset. Or if you've got any questions for me, then please do send them through to me. You can check out my, web, my other website, speaker website. It's www.paulcorkinternational.com. So please do, if you've got any questions, please send them through to me. I'd love to uh, get in touch with you and we can always have a chat. So this episode, the plateau of latent potential, it's an idea that's really worth incepting into your mind for the future. The mindset equation is coming in the next episode where I am going to reveal what the mindset equation is, if you don't already know from my book. Um, so I look forward to talking and sharing that with you in the next episode.